The Tigers are premiers for the 12th time in their history. Liam Ryan has climbed on Max Dorn and taken a miraculous mark. Runs towards goal. It's as good as you'll ever see. The winner of the 2019 Brownlow medal, Nathan Vine for the Fremantle Football Club. The miracle of Chris! It's a Grundy! It's Grundy! G'day and welcome everybody to the fifth quarter podcast. We The season is a wrap and uh, we're still going to bring you all the latest content that you're desperately searching for. My name's Nathan and uh, I'm here with the what the truck was that Essendonian, Ben? <laughs> I've been saying that I think for the last two months at least. Every weekend. I get to not... I like to think I don't have to say that anymore, but hey, we're into the off-season now. Anything can happen. I was desperately trying to find a pun, something like poker-related, that it was the worst fold of a season I've ever seen, but it was um, I couldn't I couldn't get it, so I went with what the truck, because uh, he's now in charge. But um, <laughs> on the other hand, we have the home final is apparently unfair, West Coast of Brent. <laughs> oh, so unfair. Why should Collingwood have to have to leave? Queensland just because they finished eighth. How <laughs> yeah. unfair. <laughs> I know, right? How well, dare As you can they? see, we're off with a bang and we are the fifth quarter podcast team. We're proudly brought to you by the Nobleman Podcast Network and Pure VPN, which we'll get to later in the show. So straight off the bat, I'm going to hand my time over to the Essendonian, Ben, who's going to run you through all the latest in the tipping. Indeed. Uh, only because... Like obviously Nathan doesn't care about the tipping anymore. He hasn't. He hasn't tipped for the past six weeks. Slightly um, ill prepared, <laughs> uh, but that's okay uh, because it is actually getting a little bit uh, hot and heavy. Um, the there was three people who got eight right last week out of a possible nine. That was myself, Raj, and Zane. Zane, silly boy, tipped Collingwood to beat Port Adelaide in the final game. Missed himself out on three points. Um, but he's so he's still on the bottom, uh, followed by Nike, Mike, Nike, Mikey. Uh, <laughs> Just do it. Yeah, uh, Ashley is on one hundred and six, followed as is Raj. Uh, I am just above them in third. Uh, Justin is just above me on one hundred and eight in second, and of course Brent is still up on top with one hundred and thirteen points. So, ju- so Justin's just in second. Ha ha ha. <laughs> Ha, How ha. many of these can we throw out there during the show? <laughs> I, I will find... Uh, enough until we have no more listeners. Um, which was probably about five seconds ago. Uh, <laughs> or weeks. Uh, yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> um, but yeah, well, no, the, the, we, oh, it's still on. all to play for because we got... Uh, the finals are now here. Um, it will be easier now to get uh, the, the extra point uh, no, the extra two points, sorry, uh, per week. So um, there's still about five people who can potentially win this thing. It's insane. Jay, yeah, hold you. to pry it from my, my cold, cold hands. <laughs> yeah, this is when it gets nerve-wracking for the leader because anything yeah. can go in finals and someone could pull, what, four out of four and get six. Yeah, so, yeah uh, especially, like, I haven't been doing very well. Well, I've been, you know, been okay but everyone's been outperforming me, so everyone's catching me really quickly. Has yeah. that been an intentional ploy just to go the the underdog, or were you genuinely just having a, a few slip-ups? 
Probably a bit of both. Yeah, I think you had a, a bit of a, enough of a gap to test the waters with a few underdogs there. So. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. I can try I can try it out and if I get it, I'll look like a genius. If not, I will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, for those of you who have stuck around to this part of the season, we have reached the conclusion of the home and away. Uh, and we will kick off the show as we usually do. I don't know if we've done it every episode this this season, maybe not last week, but with heroes and villains. Is anyone wanting to kick us off with their hero? Um, well, Ben said his would be pretty brief. So. Yeah, I'll be. Uh, yeah, I'm short and sharp to the point. Um, I'll get the timer on anyway, <laughs> just in case. No, no, 25 no, seconds. No. <clears throat> well, actually, no. <laughs> Uh, sim- well, here's the point. I might go on and on a little bit about our her- my hero because it is an Essendonian um, in Jordan Ridley. Uh, won the Crichton Medal um, over yeah. the weekend. Uh, m- oh, Monday, Sunday, can't remember. Uh, youngest to win it. Uh, well, no, not the youngest. Uh, uh, least amount of games or youngest, one of the two or both, uh, since like John Coleman did it in 1949. And I bet you any money he took as many marks as John Coleman did in 1949 as well this year. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, I just wanted him to be my hero because he was absolutely outstanding and deserved the Crichton Medal and deserves to be in the All Australian team, of which he's in the 40 man squad at the moment. So there you go. Um, my villain is. Uh, Hawthorne only because they decided to lay the smack down on Gold Coast, which meant that Gold Coast uh, didn't win uh, and didn't leapfrog Essendon and didn't give Essendon a top five pick in the draft this year. Oh no! Yeah, I thought I thought that, I thought that might be a villain. Yep. <laughs> One, once again, Hawthorne and Essendon. Just... Haw- oh man, Hawthorne just—they can't give me anything. Like they—they, they, they, yeah. They, that's why that, that's why the hatred's there. You know. The, I, they they wouldn't give me anything, and you know, damned if I'll give them anything. Say, <laughs> what was that under a minute? Uh, I had thirty seven seconds left. So, well, Gee, was, oh, okay, did all right, did all right. Yeah. Uh, it's not too bad. Do you want to jump into mine, Brent? Because I know you're going to contribute to mine. I'll do mine, okay, uh, and then then you can do yours. So, my hero this week, I went Patrick Dangerfield solely because in that game against Sydney. Geelong just like weren't there until probably the last ten minutes of the third quarter. Sydney were all it's hard to say all over them because even though they were dominating play, the score like the margin wasn't that big. That's but, usually the case for Sydney, unfortunately. Yeah. But I think up to three quarter time Paddy had or just before three quarter time, Paddy had seven touches and he was just not in the game at all. Chris Scott throws him forward, has a shot, I think right before three quarter time, and I think he missed it. But so at three quarter time he had seven touches, no like no scores. By the end of the fourth quarter, he had fourteen touches, three goals, two. He took five marks, and I'm pretty sure all of them were inside fifty. Sydney made this guy look like he was the best full forward of all time, and this is a guy who was not in in the game. And I remember making a joke to you guys that Paddy will kick this goal and then two votes. It seriously would give him two votes. <coughs> We'll have to <laughs> maybe we'll, three. We'll definitely have to check him on Brownlow night. He, he'll be in votes because that last quarter was massive for a guy who wasn't in the game remotely. So it's a coaching masterstroke as well as you know the ability of the guy to be able to do, do that to execute. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and yeah, it's sort of a scary prospect going forward for finals as well, and probably the future. So. 
Fee spends 50-50 time in midfield and forward line is probably going to be as dangerous as he is anyway. Rather than sort of what he does now, which is, like you said, off-air, Ben, sort of break glass in case of emergency. Yeah. Paddy full forward. Yeah, I think it's... Yeah, like you said, it's, it might end up becoming more and more of a thing. It, it Like, especially... Like, if they if they keep doing the same thing that they, they do every year, then they'll lose a prelim. Like, <laughs> yeah. so you kind of have to do something a little bit different and it might yeah, mean and I think doing that. If more. you've got that weapon, you have to use it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I can't think of any... I don't know any other midfielder who is that good as a forward. Because didn't he kick like five goals, six or something in a game as well? He had like 11 shots on goal. Yeah, yeah something was like that, that the game he yeah. went forward because he was injured? And yeah. Was, and that, then was that the one against 11. Hawthorne? Possibly, yeah, I think it might have been. Had like yeah. eleven shots on goal on one leg. Yeah, had to go, had to go into the forward line relatively early because yeah, he injured, he got injured, <laughs> and then yeah, just destroyed it. Yeah, it's not even like proper forwards don't get eleven shots on goal with two legs. Well, the only one who does is Buddy Franklin. Yeah, but he kicks like one goal ten. <laughs> or, I was going to say eleven straight. I was going to, I was actually going to say five goal six, like Paddy Dangerfield. <laughs> No, I think Buddy either misses them all or kicks them all. He's like Richo. Yeah. That's... You can't you can't split it on like Paddy. <laughs> uh, my villain will be really quick. It's the Melbourne Footy Club solely because they, towards the end of the season, they filled their, their fans with so much hope just to let them down again. And and let them down in what was, what, the second last game. They were reliant yeah. on another club to get them there, but... They, they gave them so much hope that they were relying on a club in the second last game to let them down. Yeah. yeah. So just why bother? Just be crap. Commit to it. <laughs> Stop filling your fans with so much hope and then letting always letting them down. <laughs> and that was it. That's that was nice. all my... <laughs> all right, so brings me into my hero. I think Brent's got some good information on this one, so I'll keep it relatively short. So... Off the back of playing his 314th game for the Collingwood Footy Club and a games record holder now for that club, which is a massive task, like a massive achievement given that the, the club is... Most games as skipper too. Yeah. yeah. Like it's such a massive club and um, they've been around for so long that for him to take the games record, with, you've seen the likes of um, Coventry and Buckley and and, um, and, sure. and all these le- yeah, sure, legends of the game that he's just gone up there and... And and put his name amongst them really. Um, he was He's only thirty two as well. It was funny. I was actually watching that game, and he was saying, "I feel I feel like I've got a few years left in me." And there's we've we've had all this talk about how uh, Josh Kenny of the Eagles was looking on his last legs, and he did turn it around this year. So um, it was just funny to see that those guys. I think they went picks three and five in the draft. Um, Two thousand and five draft. Josh Kenny. Yeah. Went, sorry, Josh Kenny went pick four, and Scott Pendlebury went pick five. Um, and Dale Thomas went pick two back then, which we know Dale's been out of the game for a while now. And um, uh, back then, I, I just remember seeing Dale Thomas and everyone, he was that X factor and he, you just thought he was going to be the best player that's from that draft. But Scott Pendlebury soon surpassed him. Um, so I'll, yeah. I'll hand it over to you, Brent, for some extra static. Yeah, so I, I was just compiling numbers because uh, it's he's just been so... I don't want to say outshone because that's not really the right word, but any even in his own team forever, he's been underrated. So even this year, you know, commentators can't shut up about Degoe, Darcy Moore, yeah. Mason Cox, even like Adam Trelaw and Sidebottom get more more yeah. hype. But none of them are being as consistent as 
Pendles. So, yeah, drafted 2005, like you said. So he's finished the top three in the best and fairest in 2007, 8, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 18, 19. He won it in 11, 13, 14, 15, 16. He was Funnel- all Australian. Funnily, sorry, just on that one. He won it in 11 the year that Dane Swan won the Brownlow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if Dane Swan made the all He probably did, made the all Australian team. Oh, you uh, hope so. He was all Australian in 2010, 11, 12, 13, 14, 2019, and he's in the 40 man squad this year. So it shows that he's just the same every year. Yeah. He was the he won the um, coaches association MVP in 2013. This is what really, sort of really struck me. He's played less than 20 games. It's now three times because this year he's only played 15. But if they, oh yeah, that's on a technicality, I guess. Yeah, on a technicality, he would have had the opportunity to. So prior to this season, anyway, he's played less than 20 games twice. His debut season, he played nine. And 2017 was injury interrupted and he only managed 16. Since 2007, he's never averaged less than 25 touches a game. And he's averaged three or more tackles every season except his first one. Since 2010, he's averaged over five tackles a game. So he contributes both ways. And he's kicked 178 goals as well. So he kicks goals pretty much every second game. Right, it's won three Anzac medals. Yeah, thank you for reminding me uh, of that one. We could, yeah. <laughs> we could go on. Uh, Remember vividly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we could go on. But it's just people talk about his consistency, but he's a lot more than just a consistent player, personally. He's, he's the benchmark. Yeah. Like the, the, the quintessential benchmark of an AFL footballer. Well, it took until this week for people to start contemplating whether he's the best Collingwood player ever, which shows just how long they've sort of been like, oh, yeah, good old Pendles. Yeah. In 314 games, he's probably played 20 bad ones. Yeah. And it's funny, I kind of think about all the players across the years, and, and there's some really, really good players out there, but there's only a very select few that have their own trademark. And, and people associate Pendles with slowing the game down with making everything look so easy yeah. and, and, and simple. Yeah. Um, and and it's it's uh, an honour for a player to be, I guess, crowned. When when people talk about someone else, they say, oh, it's Pendlebury-like. The way he plays, it's it's, it's Pendlebury-like. And that's the kind of the pedestal it's put on. So, yeah, um, yeah just, just to have that kind of accolade and, and held in that esteem is just shows you how, how good he is. Even though, as you said, he, he just doesn't get acknowledged within his team because... The X Factor players seem to get that. Yeah, and I mean, if he played for anyone else, he'd be sort of like Lenny Hayes, where mm-hmm. he would just continue to go pretty much ignored, despite <laughs> despite the quality that he brings to the team. Yeah. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. I had another point to make, but I hope this isn't counted on my time. <laughs> <laughs> I think can we can we add it to Brent's time? <laughs> we might need to add it to yours, Ben. You had some left over. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'd... Ben had thirty seconds left over. I got, I got through Melbourne pretty quick, so we'll take it out of Melbourne's time. <laughs> Just like they've wasted everyone else's time. <laughs> there it is. Actually, there's there's a good segue actually into my villain. Um, so someone who I believe has wasted a lot of people's time this year, and he did again on the weekend, uh, was Jeremy Cameron. Um, had ten, <laughs> ten touches, wow. one behind. 
He's come 14th in the goal kicking in the league. Um, and uh, it's not just singling him out. I, I have to say, by association, it is his whole team. Um, for mm. a team that went into this season with so much hope, we spoke about it, I think, last week about the one of the biggest disappointments of the year. They came up against St. Kilda, and no disrespect to St. Kilda, they were brilliant on the weekend. But for a team fighting for their season, they got flogged. And their number one goal kicker didn't even get a score on the board. I, I just thought that was a shocking reflection of where they've been at all year. And um, yeah, it was just really disappointing. I just I was waiting for weeks. So he showed something against Frio what, four or five weeks ago, and that's been all I've seen of him for the last few months. Yeah, it's been a bit random because he hasn't been playing... Well, I mean, he's named as a forward, but he's spending so much time not in the forward line. And I don't know if that's just because he's running around doing whatever he wants or they're telling him to go up the ground and find the ball. And then either way, he's failing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, who knows what's going on. Yeah. Do you think uh, Do you think he's gone from them, from GWS? I know you're no. probably quietly hopeful, though. A little bit, a <laughs> little bit. That's why I asked the question. Straight swap for Joe. <laughs> Adam Saad would be better a better trade I'd, I'd be, I'd be mm, su- <laughs> no, I'm not liking that I'd be surprised if he went but at the same time um, they've got to they've got to find a remedy to what, whatever's gone on this season oh, across yeah, the board yeah. yeah so 2017 Adelaide played in the grand final missed the finals the next 2017 yeah missed yeah. the finals the next year yeah Bulldogs played in so they won the flag, 2016, didn't play finals the next year. That old premiership hangover. Not even premiership hangover, grand final hangover. <laughs> the Frio, Frio made finals in 2014, didn't they? Uh, Just okay. didn't go deep. I think they went... It's all a blur. It it's all a blur for yeah, me. Yeah, so there's... Yeah, it's two of the last sort of... I, I think for me it was just the the game against the Saints just... They showed nothing. Absolutely Epitomized nothing. their season. It, yeah, they just never. The, the Saints, they've been, they've been they good. That much. And I, I respect to the Saints for what they've done this year. But I don't know. When you're when everything is on the line and... Yeah, you expect better than 52 points. I'm yeah. telling you I'm telling you guys, it's the Richmond curse. <laughs> yeah. It's happened to we'll Adelaide. See. It's now happened to GWS. If the, we'll if, see. If, like, you know... Say, if Richmond are in the grand final again, and it's, you know, I'd be very, very wary of uh, whoever, <laughs> of the next team who plays them. That's all I'm saying. That's a very captivating proposal there. Um, yeah. <laughs> and speaking of which, leads us into the second segment of the day. There you go, buddy. Captivating questions. <laughs> uh, anyone got a captivator to lead us off? Yeah, I've got, I've got one. Um so I'm going to give you guys two minutes each. You don't need to take it all, but that's the max you've got. <laughs> okay. So sounds like a lot. Ben, of time. I don't, I don't want to harp. It is about Ben's team. Uh, I don't want to harp on them too much. The reason I bring it up uh, is because of, you know, the reputation they have as, well, at least a former powerhouse of the competition. We're so used to them being successful. Whereas you know North Melbourne, yeah, who cares? See now, yeah, and now they <laughs> now they fold more than an origami swan. Yeah. So Ben, you've got two. <laughs> there you you've go. Got there you go, minutes. Nathan. That was the one you wanted. <laughs> I might ben, donate you've got some two of my minutes. time to you, Ben. <laughs> yeah, you both got two minutes. Uh, whoever wants to go first can go first. But what needs to happen at Essendon this off season? 
I'll, I'll, I'll be quick. I so already I'll, I already know exactly what needs to happen. So that's for, why I gave you a two minute time limit. Cool. So for uh, me, it's it's about recognizing the yeah. guys that are not in the window for the next premiership. Um, I know it would sound harsh, but the guys that um, are on the other side of thirty, and Essendon, I can't see them making a top four in the next year or two. So they need to start really off. thinking about who they can ship off. And to be honest, they got to do exactly what some of the other teams at the bottom are doing and try and go to the draft. I was looking at the draft from a couple of years ago, which we will see in a later segment today. And Essendon's pick have been so late in the draft that it hasn't really given them, set them up for, I guess, long-term success. So that, that's what worries me about them. So I think they need to think long and hard. And it's, I know Hooker's probably going to go around another year. I don't know if that's confirmed. Um, but really, is he going to be there for a premiership? I, I don't know. that it? Okay. No, um, yeah, that was a minute. So, Ben, you've got three minutes. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I'll, all right. Um, major thing for me, and a few other Essendon people have been say, quietly saying it, and, and it's starting to bubble up a little bit more and more and more. Um, Adrian Dodoro probably needs to... Uh, we need to wish him well and uh, have his services leave yeah. the club. Because Definitely. if you look at the last few drafts, yes, we haven't had a whole lot of picks, but the picks we have had, who have we picked? Also, mm. trade periods. He hasn't. He's had one one exceptional one. Yeah, where the, and then the he, rest you could. Eh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The, the others were like so. This I mean, the, the Dylan Shield one. Yeah, he should have was exceptional. That, well, I mean, sorry, the Devin Smith one. The, the Smith, the Smith Stringer. Was exceptional. And, yeah, that one was yeah. exceptional. But the Shield one was like, well, no, you should be giving them two first-round draft picks for Dylan Shield. If you want Dylan Shield, why are you delaying this? What is your problem? <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's just the tip of the iceberg. Like what I'm, t- yeah, like yeah. I said, what I'm, t- what I'm really getting into this is, yeah, the drafting. Um, yeah, we got Andy. So we, yeah, Andy McGrath, Zach Merritt, Jordan Ridley. Cool. Skipped. Didn't take Taranto either. No, I didn't. Ta- yeah. I mean, Andy McGrath's a player, so it's not like a complete dud of a draft. Yeah. But. And most you, of this, you'd, you'd want to hope so with that higher pick um, and, that you got it right. Y- yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, like I don't tip. I don't. Yeah. You don't uh, throw. You don't throw in Joe Danaher because he was a father's son. There was no way he wasn't going to get us. Um, you don't count Tip and Woody because he was playing for the Essendon VFL reserve sides and got rookie selected anyway. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they um, didn't even think he was going to be that good. Yeah, so <laughs> like, who has he actually taken to? Yeah, to help develop the next wave of Essendon um, talent. Like the, most, yeah, so most, two, most, of the, most of the most of the most of the the players that are being that have been uh, deselected. I don't know what cut from the li- list um, in previous years and this year as well have been. Those that have been drafted two two to three years ago, or two to three yeah, years I, prior to them being cut, it's you know. Yeah, I sort of I quickly sort of skimmed over who they've taken since he since he's been in been in charge of um like yeah. recruitment and list management. I think it was twenty ten. He was. I think he roughly ca- ten years. Yeah, I think yeah he 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 came back in twenty around twenty ten. Yeah. Yeah. So he took Dyson, took Dyson Apple, tick obviously. Yep. Twenty eleven was 
Kavanaugh, Jackson Merritt, Nico Bryan, Stuart, Cam- Stuart Cramery. Meh. <laughs> yeah, not, none of them. Uh, Mark, Mark Bagley was a rookie draft, rookie pick. Yeah, he was he was serviceable. Yeah, yeah he would do all right. <laughs> he did he did then, okay. He was he did he did he did yeah, all right. He was he was serviceable. Yeah. So even the Danaher draft was Danaher, Jason Ashby, Dylan Van Unen, Martin Gleason, Nick Comer, Sean Gregory, Mark Bagley. Twenty thirteen. So Zach Merritt, all Fantasia. of those, all of those draft picks, and one of them, which was the father son, <laughs> was actually any good. Yeah, and then yeah, you got Merritt, Fantasia, Patty Ambrose. Fantasia's, I don't think he's played seven games in a row. Injury, yeah, just yeah. Injury prone as hell. Zach Merritt's good. Patty Ambrose in and out, isn't he? Eighty-seven uh, games in seven years. So yeah, again, that, that's another one who gets injured a little bit. I do yeah. rate him highly. I think he's incredibly underrated. I think I said that in a previous podcast where we were talking yeah. about most underrated. Uh, but yeah, no, he's he's kind of a bit like Fantasia, where he's he just he can't get on, stay on the park, or even get on the park at the moment. Yeah. So if we cut it shorter, in twenty fifteen, he had two top ten picks. Yep. Andy McGraw, obviously, he was on the back of that was obvious what was going to happen. Yep. Uh, Heppel was top 10 Will Snelling was 7 and that that's it so they've had 4 top 10 draft picks since 2010 Danaher was you know a cheat because his father's son mm-hmm. yep 10 Hyapilla 8 Parrish at 5 Francis at 6 Francis has struggled to I guess what's the word I'm thinking of? He's he's assert he, himself in the team. Yeah, and really like lock down a role that's yeah. his. Yeah, Andy McGrath is just now becoming a player because he's playing where he's supposed to. Yep. Will Snelling. Eh. Will Will Sne- again? So, Will, Will Snelling is another serviceable one. Um, it's one of those things where it's like you've had that not a super amount of top ten draft picks, but like what have they been doing? Yeah. And it's yeah, I, yeah, yeah. So then you, for a club that has been very, very focused on on drafting and developing players for as long as they have, have only and only just recently sort of talked about you know sort of asserted themselves as in the trade table. Um, been trading themselves out of the draft. Yeah, and then but at, and so. It's he has all of this experience, and yet this is what he has to show for in in the ten years that he's been here. It's I think he just he it the, it, the time has come. Yeah, for thank him to you, thank place. you for your service. Yeah, yeah, your best somewhere else. Yes, yeah, and, and I but this is the thing. I do know that they're doing massive coach uh, coaching um, changes up, uh, changing changes anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Um, like Mark Harvey is is no longer being a uh, part of the coaching panel. He's going more into like helping out the uh, coteries, and I think he's doing a little bit more of a develop development role as well. Maybe. Um. Uh, James Kettler. It's going to be. I know Rutten. Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of sideways movement. Yeah. With COVID. Yeah, Rutten, Carousella, and Kelly are still part of the coaching lineup. There's talk of Solomon coming in. Um, 
because uh, oh, yeah, he lost his job, didn't he? Gold yep. Coast. Yep. There was talk of Solomon coming in. Luke Ball is no longer there either. Um, so they're already doing some changes. Uh, there, there's going to be a new president. Uh, Lindsay Tanner is stepping down, and there's going to be a new guy. Um, so he's going to be probably doing some changing. So that's probably some of the reason why the changes are coming as well. Um, so yeah, I would not be surprised if if Dodoro. I um you know is, is shown the door as well, which is you know what I kind of want at this moment in time. Um, but that's my answer to your question. Yes. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I hijacked it for a bit, so I gave you the extra time that I stole off you. Yeah, that's right. But <laughs> it was probably yeah, longer, it. probably longer than three minutes. But yeah. Yeah. And and to be honest, there's probably a lot more things that need to happen at Essendon. Um, but that but that's like the the main one, or the one of the main ones. That's right. Um, we can feel the passion and I guess pain as you were going through that. So uh... I was I was trying to keep my voice somewhat monotone and not too over the top. Um, He's trying not to reveal the tears. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I've 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 cried them so much that yeah I just I don't have anything left. Um, anyway, should I move on to mine? Let's move on to mine. Yeah, cheer, cheer yourself up then. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's talk about finals. Um, so, uh, yeah, the top eight is set. Um, who is your favourite to win it all? Who has no chance whatsoever? And who is the Smoky? It's funny that you say who's got no chance because that was a, a day or two ago. That was going to be my captivator. Was who <laughs> is just written off already? Um, yeah. Oh, this is tough, man. So yeah, <laughs> my favourite uh, logically would have to be Richmond. It pains me, but I just I just feel come finals time, I just worry that they're going to do it again. Um, my and they're playing Brisbane, so they've got the wood over Brisbane, so they could go to a prelim. Um, yeah, how funny is it that it's exactly last year <laughs> yeah <laughs> so that that bit scares me um my team that can't do it oh, gee whiz uh probably rate st kilda the lowest of the whole lot because i think the doggies could perform a miracle collingwood i don't think is in great form but what do they got to go and and um a few of them back now so I just think they'll probably get knocked out by West Coast first round. And the Smoky, I'd have to be the, the Doggies. Um, don't expect it, but they've done it before from seventh. That's exactly what I was just about to say. <laughs> so my, my favourite, I'm actually going Brisbane solely because... Queensland? Similar similar, sen- similar sentiment to what Gary, uh, Gary Lyon said about Port Adelaide. They should win it. Oh, I hope so. They yeah. have not left Brisbane once. Yeah. They get a home grand final. Yeah. There's no reason they shouldn't win. Yep. And Harris that- Andrews will be back. And that's why they won't. <laughs> yeah, and I know they're not the Harris Andrews Football Club, and they've actually... I think Damien Barrett said it. They've won the... Not, out of the nine games he's missed, they've won eight. Sorry, I, I meant like not not not. Sorry, when I when I said that's why they won't, not because of Harris Andrews, but just because they should. They should win. Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly yeah. what my concern was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're my favourite simply because they should. Um, no chance 
I was actually thinking Collingwood, but I think is Jeremy Howe coming back or is he out? Oh, I don't know if he's back. Uh, There's no chance without him. I'll just <laughs> put it that way. <laughs> um, Smokey is the Bulldogs because yeah, they've done it from seventh and they've won three in a row. Fair enough. Um, and of those teams that sort of finished, sorry, Ben, seventh right. to tenth, who were all in the running, they are the scariest one. So West, the Bulldogs, yeah. Collingwood, Melbourne, GWS. Who would you want to play the least? Oh yeah, Bulldogs. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm similar but different to both of you. Uh, I I'm the same with you, Nathan. I'm uh, Richmond is my firm favourite to win it all. Um, even if it is in Queensland, it's that kind sigh. Of, it actually kind of works with them better. Um, because of chaos, because chaos ball and Queensland mm. is nothing but. Um, my Collingwood, same with you, Brent. Have no chance. Um, I think even with Jeremy Howe, they won't. They, they don't think they can win it from from eighth. Um, yeah, there's not been much good this year anyway. No, uh, especially you know yeah the, the the teams they would have to beat, play and beat. Um, in the next four weeks, uh, but my Smokey is actually St Kilda, um, because it's been that kind of year where anything and everything has happened. So why not a team that has no real finals experience at all, except from Hanbury, and the bloke with uh, three flags. Yeah. Which one's Bradley. that? Oh, Brad- oh yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so yeah, those two. So then they've got like 20 other players that don't. Yeah. Um, Just on that topic quickly, yeah. is it possible for the minor premiers to actually be the smoky since no one actually thinks they're going to win it? I mean, in, in this Oh, man, I've been riding trio, Port Adelaide sure. off since round one and they have not left the top of the ladder. That, that's, yeah. what, that's what I mean. So if they're minor premiers and people still don't think they're going to win it, is that does that count as a smoky or does that just... Well, no, is... I think because the smoky is sort of like... Like if I wasn't picking Brisbane, I'd pick any one of the top four. Whereas the smoky is sort of the surprise. Like I wouldn't be surprised if Port won, but I'd be surprised if the Bulldogs won. But I yes. also wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Does that make sense? Exa- yeah, exactly my thinking with St. Kilda. Yeah. Yeah, like Porter too good a chance to win it to be a Smoky. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you'd hope so. They got finals in Adelaide as well. Yeah. So. Like, I, ha- yeah. I have, yeah. I to be honest, I have four teams that can win it and they are the top four. Like, I, so, I yeah. in yeah. my head, I have the prelim finals. I'm, I'm sort of sidetracking here. In the pre- I have the prelim finals <laughs> as Port versus Richmond and Brisbane versus Geelong and I cannot tell you in my head who would win out of those two games. So just on that, given that Port Adelaide play Adelaide Oval in the qualifying final, um, I'm assuming that if they win, it is a home uh, prelim. Yeah, it's a home prelim. Yeah. Okay. WA was the only state being ridiculous about two home finals. If West Coast had finished first or second... They would have played one final at home and the other one in Queensland. Well, it's a, it's real so tough there was no benefit to them finishing first or second anyway. No. Port Adelaide got spanked by Geelong last time out, so I'm I'm hesitant. But well, time will tell. Port Adelaide have got a good habit of uh, 
losing finals. So. Yeah, and against yeah. Geelong, they usually get hammered. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Well, 117 points or something, was it? <laughs> if we want to remind Port fans, yeah, something yeah. like that. What was that, 13 well, years? Good mate, Kane always listens. 13, <laughs> 13 years ago doesn't doesn't fade from our memory. Yeah, um, nah. All right, so we might finish on an even higher note here. Um, what for you guys has been the highlight of the season? Um, nothing Essendon related. <laughs> All right, so I'll give you I'll give you some thinking time. So mine, I couldn't really think of too much because I mean, I for me from a personal standpoint, I do see a lot of positivity and potential with the way Frio's gone about playing. Um, I I'm optimistic. I'm usually pessimistic, um, but I'm optimistic now. And but but the real highlight for me was actually on the last week on the thousandth uh, AFL three hundred and sixty episode. The AFL finally told the truth. And Gil McLaughlin was on there and they asked him a question about, um, about the, the times for the finals. And they, they said, what, if, what about if we take it back to 20-minute quarters for the final series? And he says, oh, I'll let you guys um, give your opinions on that. And so they gave their opinions. They both, both Robbo and Jared said 20 minutes would be great. And then uh, Gil, in the most honest thing the AFL's ever said, he, his response was, I'll do what the AFL always does and we'll ask for people's opinions and then we'll go and do exactly what we want to do. He actually said that? Yeah. He said, I think, I well, think him I, in general has just been my highlight of the season. I commend, <laughs> yeah. I commend him. I commend him for that. That's, yeah. I mean, so, I, I, don't, I, I don't like the fact that that is the case, that they do that. But, <laughs> but hey... Yeah. At least, at least he's honest. He's self-aware. It was, self aware, it was refreshingly honest. honest from uh, yeah. yeah, the chief executive. So, I think my highlight maybe is Tomahawk finally winning a Coleman medal. Yeah, <laughs> and it took their most random, stupid season where the leading goal. What did he kick? Forty-one goals or something. <laughs> something <laughs> stupid like that. Any other year where Tom Hawkins kicks 41, you'd be like, oh, he didn't have yeah, the best season this so year. So 42 goals and he still won by 10. Yeah. Yeah, and any other year you'd be like, oh, he only kicked 42. And just quietly, Jack Gunston finished third in the Coleman somehow. Yeah, just kept getting it done, didn't he? <laughs> um, highlight, highlight. Yeah, Ben's desperately <laughs> scraping the barrel. So by the way, Tom Hawkins, yeah. What did, what did you say? 42 goals? 42, Dixon. Nine, <laughs> nine, 19 goal assists. 119 score involvements. Oh. So if he'd shared it less, he'd be like plugging numbers probably. Not this year, but you know. <laughs> a normal year. Yeah. Mighty good. Might have 10. Oh, that's, sorry, we're not sponsored by that. <laughs> it could be. Um, Maybe that'll drive some traffic and they'll be like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> These I'm just trying to buy time for you, Ben. <laughs> no, I, I, no, there's no need. No need. I've got it. Uh, Irving Mosquito's debut. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Um, it'll be a shame oh. that I won't be able to see him until 2022. It's um, like James Sicily as well, eh? Did his ACL. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah pole like next year. Yeah. But the, like, no, his actual debut game was special. Yeah. It was really special. Good. It was something special. Yeah. So. Uh, you know, it gives me hope for the for the future. Yeah. Um, small glimmer of. 
uh, honourable mention though of Scott Pendlebury winning best captain at the uh, AFLPAs tonight. Oh, lovely! Oh, good. Yeah, fitting and timely. Um, also, I should probably let you know, uh, Nate, that uh, Caleb Sarong won best first year player. Um, yeah, he oh, did Yes, uh, uh, more than double the votes of the second player in Noah Anderson. So that's not the rising star, though. That's a separate one. No, no, that's yeah. just best first separate year player. One. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'll be interesting to see how they rank the rising star then. If it's um... yeah, this is this is the players voting, not yeah, okay. Anyone. Yeah, he's yeah. been he's been superb to be honest. It has to be. It has I was about to, be, to say yeah, Brent's been a, a huge fan of him. Um, but I didn't really get to watch him much on the weekend, but apparently played well again. And I, uh, yeah, don't worry. <laughs> no, it's just it's annoying how good he is because he plays for Freo. <laughs> it's, it's funny in, in round one one of my mates at work asked me he said I'm doing AFL fantasy and I, I don't do that anymore but um, he said I'm doing AFL fantasy what are your thoughts on Caleb Sarong and I was like well I feel like he'll get in the team and he'll stay in the team because he was touted as such a talent as a junior and he got in the team and I was actually really nervous because I was like what if he only gets the guy like 40 points a week but he's come home in spades so I was, I was absolutely thrilled by that um, more so for my team but also for the fantasy team of my mate because I'm just a good guy. <laughs> you <laughs> are. Such a nice guy. <laughs> well, I think it's about time we take a break. Don't you guys yep. think? Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, sure. So, uh, for all of you out there, I'm going to keep this one pretty short this week. So, if any of you guys are browsing the internet and you don't feel secure about what you're doing, you don't want prying eyes, you don't want anyone looking at what you're doing in your life, um, or you want to stream some good content from a country that you don't reside in, uh, head on down to PureVPN. Uh, dot com and or dot net I can't even remember no it's purevpn.com sorry guys blinded that up <laughs> and uh, and grab yourself a pure VPN special thanks to the fifth quarter podcast for $2.88 a month that's cheap as chips so it's what what did we work it out to like I don't know 20 or 9, nine or 10 cents a, a day it is actually it is actually uh, cheaper than the small chips from the local um canteen where i study so and it's about what a fifth of the price of a chips from the mcg so yeah um, yeah. so for two dollars 88 a month you can get pure vpn go to purevpn.com slash fifth quarter special uh all combined in proper words um to take advantage of this exclusive deal so no other vpn can match it with what pure vpn can do um get yourselves on board that's two dollars 88 a month purevpn.com slash fifth quarter special and uh, yeah, protect yourself and go and watch some premium content from around the world. All right. Beauty. So this brings us to, weirdly, the last segment because we don't have just the tips and we don't have Brave and Stupid because there's no games this weekend. Um, I guess the only thing we can do prior to that is, what, next week we're going to preview the upcoming games and give our thoughts after the buy. Geelong's probably in trouble given that it's a buy. Um, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, you're a, right. A proper, a proper one. Yeah. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> so, so maybe we are getting on the port bandwagon. Um, <laughs> but for another, we'll see about that. Yeah. For, for a special segment that we've done what once before. Um, it's I don't even know what we call it. Uh, the who done well in the draft. I'm not not sure who won the draft. Who won the draft? And no, that no, means which which team had the best picks on the body of work that we can see so far. We're working backwards, so it's kind of hard right now. We're at 2017. Pretty small body of work, but the further and further we go back, I guess the more and more evidence we have to work with. So we'll only get better at doing this. 
So does anyone want to lead us off with who they think won the draft and who lost the draft? Um, yes. Yeah, so okay, I, wrote, I wrote down my um, answers and then I've totally forgot who they took. So <laughs> I'll bring that up real quick. <laughs> I've got... It's really hard for me, actually. I've got three teams that I feel all won it. Like, and I'm not saying... Um, uh, it's not that I'm sitting on the fence. It's just the fact that they all won it. Like they, yeah. There were a few teams that actually really did all right out of this draft. Yeah, um, I, I, I can't look at these teams and think they didn't do well. So, yeah. uh, so yeah, I, yeah. Uh, go ahead. Uh, I'll go first. So I went Geelong as the winners, and it was um, Tim Kelly that sort of tipped me over the line. So Lockie Fogarty, Tim Kelly, Charlie Constable, Brian Myers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty um, good. But yeah, West Coast, Richmond, St. Kilda. And who else was there that went really well? Frio did really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Frio did. Yeah, considering the amount of picks they did, they actually, yeah, you know, you kind of would hope they did. But yeah, so well, no, I guess while, while you're on that one, so Frio, Frio picked up what their, what is their current two of their three midfield, and we just spoke about Sarong, so... Yeah, two of their three starting mids at the moment are in this draft. Yeah, and they also got Croden and Swikowski. We haven't seen much of Swikowski this year due to injury, but the kid's an absolute jet up forward. Um, so I think they did a great, great job. West Coast got Oscar Allen, Liam Ryan, Petrocelli, and Ainsworth. Ainsworth's been playing lately, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just sort of throw. He's a midfielder, but they throw him everywhere. So one game he'll be back pocket. The other one will be graveyard shift, half forward flank. They also got the older brother of Andy Brayshaw, Hamish Brayshaw, who debuted a couple of weeks ago. It was actually oh, funny when right, he yeah. when he debuted. Um, he was having a shot for I don't know if it was on his debut when I saw him play. He was having a shot for goal, and I was thinking, I wonder if he's any he's much like his brother Andy and can't kick. And then he sprayed it. <laughs> yeah. Yep. None of none of the Brayshaws, uh, fantastic at kicking. Yeah, not in front of goal anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I guess that's why James played cricket. Um, <laughs> Handy cricketer. Yeah. Uh, I yeah I I went um, West Coast as being the draft winners um, because yeah I I to be honest I didn't realize uh, Geelong had so many like basically you know knocked it out of the park but well I guess yeah, on they're all in their team. On a technicality, they've got Tim Kelly now anyway. So <laughs> that is true. But I did see West Coast won, and I was like, yeah, that that. Like that's that's the one that that kind of tips it over because they did tip they did draft Oscar Allen, Liam Ryan, Braden Aidsworth, Jack Petrocelli. Um, yeah, the that's that's a that's a good call right there. Um, that that year was really funny, right? Because they traded the twenty eighteen first round pick for three picks from Gold Coast in the second round. And a lot of West Coast fans are like, what the hell are you doing? That's what The three doing. picks they got were Oscar Allen at 21. Yeah. Tim Kelly went at 24. They took Liam Ryan at 26. 26. And then... And Jack Petrocelli. Yeah. It was third round about. Again. I mean, six, six after. Who, Just, who did Gold Coast take in 2018 for those picks? I will find out. Because <laughs> this could be... But yeah, I think like, it was 2018. Yeah. For me, yeah, Geelong. Uh, sorry, West Coast. Yeah, just they nailed. They nailed it. Absolutely nailed it. Decent. All right. So while Brent's, uh, they there. took Jez McLennan. Yeah. 
<laughs> Doesn't even have a Wikipedia page. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gee, they did well there. Um, <laughs> all right. So I mean, the three picks they took before him were pretty damn good, but yeah. So, who would you guys say lost this draft? Is there anyone in particular? Uh, I There's a few teams I, that didn't do what didn't do great. Look, I I saw it was pretty much hands down North Melbourne. Um, oh, I can't agree with that. Why not? Davey Zuniak. Oh, L- yeah, LDU. I've never heard of him. Yeah. <laughs> no, he plays for North. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's a pretty handy their, player. Yeah, it's, it, being North, you know, he's one of their best players, which means he's pretty handy. I have legit but. never heard of him. I'm so, <laughs> I am sorry, North Melbourne fans, but... I, uh, I, 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 I saw that, I saw that, and I saw that, you know, Will Walker, who doesn't even have his own Wikipedia page, Kyron Hayden, as I who Tristan Zeri, who and Billy Hartong, who uh, I think played for him for all of a year, like of, like a year. I don't like, think he. It. I don't think he played. Or they, yeah. So like, <laughs> so I, I just saw that and went. I don't know any of these people. So that was amazing. Like the Billy Hartong thing, like delisted from Hawthorne, and everyone was outraged, and then no one even bloody wanted him anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I went Sydney because Matthew Ling, I don't think he's, he's probably played not many games. I'd count him on my hand, on one hand. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom McCartan, who's probably only nailed down a spot now. Uh, not setting the world on fire by any means, like anyone at Sydney. And Riley Stoddart yeah, played but, four games. Yeah, who? Yeah, but you look at like... Tom it's not a complete disaster right, of a draft because it's picks 14, 33, and 53. Yeah. So you're not expecting, you know, they're not going to be your yeah. best players. but Yeah. But still, 14, you'd hope they would have done something. I hope, like hope Davies Uniac's not listening to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, Davies, Davies Uniac was taking a pick four. Um, yeah. yeah. So for me, it was, it's, yeah, it's hard. I, I can see the Sydney one. I also think Port Adelaide didn't do that great. Sam Hayes. Kane Farrell's probably the only one on there that's playing, but even then, um, Jake Patmore, Joel Garner, Don Barry. Um, Joel Garner's been okay. They don't really excite me. The other one, and I guess we've already kind of put a kick in the in the stomach for these guys, was Essendon. They didn't really have many picks to go with. That was the problem. So they, I think they did all right for what they had, but I think just the fact that they didn't... I mean, Guelphie's, Guelphie's gone all right for pick 76. Yeah. And... Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I just think the fact Brand- that they didn't have a pick inside the top, well, they well they had one inside the top yeah. 50, 49. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, that was, that was a bit of a loss. Well, that was because they were trading them all out for to get people in. Yeah, um, yeah, that, yeah that year especially, yeah. Yeah. And to be honest, like, yeah, Jordan Houlihan, who is, who is that? Um, but Brand- <laughs> Brandon Zerk Thatcher is going to be like essentially the who they i assume see as part of the hooker hurley replacement you can, you next, can say it he's the next generation. matthew scarlet that's what you no. yeah say. just say it ben just say it yeah. no no it's um, the next dustin Fletcher. <laughs> <laughs> no because he'll be better than all of them um he'll be his own he'll be his own he'll be he'll be his own key defender uh but no people but, will be saying they'll be the next zerk thatcher no <laughs> what i'm getting at is that <laughs> You know, being a key defender, he's going to take a little bit of time to, 
you know. Yeah, yeah, they always do. Get better. Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm being patient with, with him, and I'm, and from what I've seen, he seems, to see, does all right. And yeah, like you said, Mac Welfie seems just doesn't obey also... COVID protocol that well. But Brandon Zerk Thatcher, what's his nickname? Berserk. Better he be. was the, uh, he was the Essendon star who preached COVID protocol. And ah, right. Like, yeah, you're playing fast and loose with that word well, this year. Funnily, funnily enough, though, this draft was notorious for him because Callum Coleman-Jones went in this draft for Richmond. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, all right. There you go. They're all doing it together. Yeah. So uh, yeah, something's going on here. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> all right. Well, that's. Uh, I think that's a wrap. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And to the saddest thing, we can't even finish this uh, episode off by saying the Typical quote. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just watch some highlights on KO or something. I was going to say, like, either that or now's a good time, especially if, you become, if you're you know, an insomniac, sometimes like I am, um, to get into the American footy. Do it. I, I 100% thought you were going to say get into the marble racing. Well, that too, but um, that the the seasons the seasons ended on that one. Uh, it's it, there's the marble sand rally. Marble sand rally will be coming coming up soon, um, but that's we're we're in we're in a bit of a break at the moment. So I I would I'd just I'd be uh, plugging the NFL instead at the moment. But yeah, the the, the 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 marble the marble rallies are are still going, uh, and you can all, they're on YouTube, so you can always watch, just go back and watch. Them. <laughs> Yeah, so we're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna release our own all Australian team because ours is the correct one, yes. as we all know. Yes. Uh, we're just gonna do a collective one this year, so we'll all submit teams to each other, and then we'll have to consensus the ones we disagree on. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I guess next week we'll find something else to talk about <laughs> as well. So we we'll, we obviously got the twenty sixteen draft to uh yep to look highly on. Uh, yep. If anyone has a question, obviously we can come up with it. If you guys want to send one through while footy takes a break, um, yeah, I guess we'll um, we'll all be sad together because just like that, it's almost gone again. Yeah. Yep. Hopefully next year we'll be able to do it all again the proper way and uh, <laughs> without interruption. Yeah, not in Queensland because then West Coast would be good. <laughs> To be fair, did you guys be... did you guys manage to catch the press conference? They asked um, Adam Simpson after the North Melbourne game. Um, one of the journalists says, "Are you able to replicate the Jew over <laughs> over in Perth?" And Adam Simpson just like burst out laughing, <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, I'll be there with like you know eskies full of ice, just like throwing them everywhere." <laughs> but yeah, he 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 admitted that um. You know, because sometimes it's dry at night and sometimes it's wet. Mm. And they always go in saying, like, well, you know, implement plan A and then if it doesn't work, we'll change it. Mm-hmm. But because they're an older list, they might be a bit stubborn. <laughs> and they, just, they hold on to plan A for a bit too long. Oh, man. Enjoy the weekend, everyone. Yeah, on, on that note, enjoy the I weekend. Will. Those of you who have a long weekend, enjoy that. Otherwise, find another sport to follow. There's a race on this week. And it's playoffs at the moment in the NBA. It is. Ah, my, team are, my team are doing well on that too. Plenty of sport to go around. Oh, my team. Oh, actually, my team's not going that well. They're losing to the Heat. Mm. Oh, All right. <laughs> 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 Again. 
Same, same, same with every sport. At least your team is in the playoffs. Slash yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, until next week, everybody. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy. Whatever. Yeah. Enjoy each other. Yes. Enjoy yourself. Oh. But not too much. Just, just the right. Just the right.